Three HR 1045, the zone. What up, Nashville? Hour number two. Get them, Babs. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport. Don Davenport's getting them. I don't know. Yes, he is. Got it. Strangely, That's we were talking it. about uh, Casey Musgrave's concert, where yes. Babs came in here with um, two dresses and asked for opinion on what to wear. Yep. So we, we suggested the rainbow sequin dress, which went over well, I think, right? Everybody told me to pick the rainbow sequin dress, cause, and I fit in perfectly. Spacey Casey. She has a boyfriend. That's what we were talking about on she Instagram. She loves. Yeah. I know her name. Tell me who she is, though. Casey Musgraves? Yeah. yeah, we talked about her a few months ago. I yeah. told you to listen to her stuff. That, it's like that is, super I, chill, mellow. I got it. I knew. I, I knew there you go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I did go and listen to it. I forgot the song you told me to listen there to. There always I, I be a rainbow. Yeah, but that wasn't the blah, song you told me to listen blah. to. There's a commercial yeah. out now that is that was song? on all the time that's using one that, of That songs. song is in it, yeah. Oh, okay. There yeah. always be a rainbow. I wish I would love rainbow to connection. be able to, oh. to like sing better so that you could actually tell what the song is. <laughs> I can tell what the song is. I automatically went to. I'm limited in that. What's his name? Lamar? Lamar? The black guy that's played on Star Trek with the glasses? Lamar Burton. Yeah. Reading Rainbow, Reading Rainbow. Rainbow Connection. I'm going to go back to that. Thank you. But y'all don't remember Reading Rainbow? Remember, a lot of people got upset about her song uh, because it was Kiss Other Boys or Kiss Other Girls Mm. or. Whatever I don't really want. care whatever yeah. you want to yeah. do. And, it's your you life. Know, a bunch you of people do, got all pissy deal. about Y'all it. I'm just going to skim over me talking about reading Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Y'all it's totally written. I remember reading Rainbow. Okay, all right, cool. That's all Does I it know. still exist? No, it better not. Why? It know. was an educational <laughs> television for it was. kids. It was, yep. Uh, <laughs> but that's old, though. But okay, let's that's, go. That's old. I just wanted to make sure y'all You're old. I am old. I used to watch old TV shows like Golden Girls. Shout out to Betty White. We ain't get to say that. Oh. Not shout out, but rest in peace to Betty White. But I knew when she was celebrating her birthday early, something was about to happen. Yeah. I knew that. Damn it. Mm. I mean, she was 99. <laughs> yeah. That's, she yeah, lived anybody a she got life. Hunter, Betty boss. Got to get that on She's a boss. Wasn't Golden Girls good? Yeah. I, I used to watch all of them in a row. I think it was Golden Girls after them. Was I, it on I Sundays? I couldn't stand B. Arthur in that show. Why? I don't know. It's just one of those things. Just couldn't do it. She was definitely the the most unlikable one. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's black. Back, back to Casey Musgraves, real quick. If you haven't, the big ex- one. Oh yeah. Yeah, the big one. The tall one. <laughs> tall one. She got that resting face. <laughs> I'm tall. I'm sorry. <laughs> just took all this training. Kyle got no room. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. She the I one that has that. RBF. Yeah. There you go. So if you're just sitting right. against slaves on fire, yeah. dude, the I'm king sorry. being back. Real quick, on back to fire. Casey Musgraves. Real, real quick, if you haven't listened to her stuff, listen to Golden Hour. Mm-hmm. The whole record is is unreal. Uh, she just put out a new one, and country music isn't saying you know saying she's not country anymore. But uh, oh. so okay. there's a little squabble there between well, her and the country music people. Who cares? Um, I don't. Uh, who cares so, if you're officially country or not? Or right. I don't care if all your stuff, all your stuff. Right. Yeah, it's making some good music. Yeah. Man. Listen, uh, impending snowmageddon coming tomorrow. Uh, they've upped the uh, snow total uh, to three to five inches Whoa. for the area now. Ninety percent chance of snow, and usually in this area, is if you're if you grew up here like like I did, um, Slay did, Don's been here forever. You know, usually in these systems, they, we're all like, yeah, sure, I believe it when I see it mm-hmm. because of temperature. Because the temperature in this area, it's it's difficult to predict snow because of the temperature uh, at surface level, but also the temperature above. Um, and usually it's hovering right around 32 degrees. So that, that 
you know, changes what we get, whether it's rain or sleet or snow. And if you get sleet, and a lot of time we get ice and that's what shuts us down. Right. So three to five inches of snow prediction, if it comes as sleet, then it's a lot less. And everybody's like, yeah, right, whatever. The temperature is going to hit freezing about 10 o'clock tonight. So temperature is not an issue. The high tomorrow is like 26 degrees. The low is nine. Oh, jeez. And I always say, like, if the temperature is one syllable, we've got problems. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like that here in Nashville. No. Um, so the the truth of the situation, and, and obviously, like, if you're new to the city and you want to go ahead and make fun of us for shutting our city down because of three inches of snow, go ahead and do it. But the fact of the matter is, Davidson County is a really big county. And so if you go up to Jolton, you're talking about high elevations compared to downtown Nashville. Yeah. So you've got different elevations all across the county. You've got hills everywhere. We're not putting our kids on school buses, going these rural routes. We're just not going to do it. We're going to shut down. It's the hills. Yeah, that, that's what's going to happen. So, and, and trust me, if you've ever run the Nashville Marathon, oh, yeah. you realize how damn hilly Tennessee is. Yeah. Maybe you didn't know it prior. No question. So um, that that's the current situation now. We got some schools closed, right? We do. Forecasting changes, and they send weather balloons up and all these things. And, and so keep an eye on it. But as it sits right now, it looks like we're going to get hit and hit hard, um, which personally I, I like. Just be be careful out there. Um, school closings, yeah. So Austin P has already announced out tomorrow. Uh, following counties, Bedford County, Cheatham County, Clay County, Coffee County, DeKalb County, Coffee County, home of Brent Doherty. DeKalb County, Giles County, <laughs> home of Tyler Smith, Humphreys County, Lawrence County, Manchester City Schools, Monroe County, Perry County, Rutherford County, so Murfreesboro, uh, and Smyrna. Out, out tomorrow, yes, um, Smith County, and Ezel Harding and St. Henry. So that's what we have as of right now, and uh, we will kill, uh, keep you updated. Uh, John Michael saying Wilson County now. I haven't seen that yet uh, officially, but... Uh, um, we were talking during the break. We're going to get a ton of school closes while we're on the air today. Like, they're going to go ahead and they have a certain amount of days allotted. They're going to use them. Yeah. Um, so it's like budget. Like, if you don't use it all, then maybe you get it cut next year. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. they're going to use them. Um, anyway, we will do our best to be live and local here tomorrow. So, um, you know, we'll have a snow show potentially uh, tomorrow. Snow show? Yes. 615-737-1045 is the number at 3HL1045. You know who else is hyped on Henry? Who? Funky Cheese Man. Uh-oh. Funky Uh-oh. Cheese Man, what's up? Top of the do, Hickey, fellas. <laughs> hey. I'm going to tell you, hey, what up, Sike? Hey, look, I'm going to tell you like this. They came out earlier when they were like, hey, man, we need all these nicknames for us. Uh, Foreman and uh, Henry and all that, man, bump all that, bro. Mm-hmm. If anything, that's the dynamic duo. I'm going to tell you like this. We're going to cut. I don't want Henry to play at all. I don't pill you if Foreman come out there and show up and show out like I know they will. But everything else ain't nothing. We're going to flatline the Texans tomorrow, and I ain't got nothing else to say on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said gas pedal. He kind of he kind of flipped out there, but he said gas pedal. Yeah, um, we thought that a phone call from Funky Cheese Man might be coming today, and yeah. uh, we had a discussion on what curse words you can actually use on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which he he, he stayed good away thing from. Is, yeah, and he, good thing is he checked. So that's 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 what was, well, I'm most I'm most appreciative about that. Like he just wanted to check and make sure I ain't gonna get nobody in trouble. Him, no, you got the green light. 
Go. And he hit the gas pedal. Gas pedal. <laughs> yeah. I, that is a question, though. Let's say everything goes well for Derrick Henry in practice. He is day after, adds a little more. That's right. Recovery's fine. Body responds. Do you want to see him? Do you That's a great want question. to see him? So you're saying if he practiced today and tomorrow morning, no swelling, everything's good. Practice Thursday, Friday morning, no swelling, everything's good. Do you want to see him? And if so, at what level? Right. Do you want to see one series? Do you want to see a half? Do you want him to get reps leading into hopefully what will be a bye and then a long Super Bowl run? And we asked Saffold about it. Yeah. And basically, what did he say? It was like it's Derrick Henry doesn't necessarily need it. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because he broke it down like positionally. He said, right. you know, basic. well, we don't need to tell you what he said. Here's what Roger Saffold said about Derrick Henry yesterday. When it, when it comes to the, to the running back position, I feel like it's all instinctive. So I don't think that he's ever going to lose those instincts. Now, when it comes to just, you know, the conditioning, you know, being able to take the hits, probably seeing things a little bit faster, of course, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of time for that. But the good thing is that when he comes out to that practice field, he's going to be super focused because nobody wants to come back more than him. I wouldn't mind if he's able to go. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing him five, six, seven reps somewhere in there, just to a pitch get count. his feet under him. And you know what? And the reason the reason I say that also, I'm with you, is because once we get to the playoff game, because we, you know they're not going to scrimmage leading up to it. You're going to try to rest bodies, have them as healthy as can be leading up to the playoff game. Once we get to the playoff game, yes, we got Foreman running great, but when you do put Henry in there, we don't want to have the Adrian Peterson effect saying. Man, if he would have got a couple reps, man, did you see that hole right there? Boy, he would have hit that hole and been, you know what I'm saying? I, so, I I mean, I don't think six to ten reps are going, going to hurt him, man. I don't, I don't think. I don't six think to ten? Gonna, no, you I think it's going to help him, though? Number six to ten. Yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly do. I'm, I'm with you. I honestly do. with you. Like, you think I'm jumping really that happen. car. Yeah, you know what I mean? With, the, with the bungee cord? Yeah, and he's driving. Yeah, you know I mean, can you imagine him and Foreman coming down the street with no roof? Yeah, I don't think Derrick Henry's going to drive at a slow rate of speed either. Like he's going to put the foot on that's, the gas pedal to the floor and stand up on that thing. And that's no matter what's come going on, now. on. Come on now, come on now, come on now, man. And I'll be in there in the back seat. Come on now, man. I think there are a lot of types of people that would be in there in the back seat. Now, a lot yeah. of types of people are like, I don't need to see him till the divisional round, whatever. And that's cool. I, I get like if they choose not to play him, I think it's I think it's fine at the running back position. But I would rather him. Get the juice going a little bit when it's not a playoff game. Yeah, there you go. Where you're debating after five carries and he's got nothing, do I put Deontay Foreman in? There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And and I tell you one thing, you better not have no pads or helmet near him. Damn the pads, you better not have no helmet near him with a jersey on. Because he's going in the game. I'm going in. I'm telling you that right now. Come out here and get me. Yeah, like, you know, who's going to stop me? Yeah, Matt Thompson, you yeah. going to come out here and get me? Yeah, yeah, you better go rewind them videos. Matt's the tall Anky guy Norman, that you see on the sidelines and the shots he, next to down like Norman. Yeah. All right, uh, more 3HL coming up. Uh, we'll take your phone calls when we come back. If you're on hold, stay there. Todd Furman at the bottom of the hour. So we have time to take some phone Let's calls. Get, get your reactions. Do you play Derrick Henry if he's able to go on Sunday? 615-737-1045. Three HL one zero four five the zone. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay. Hey hey. Oh yep. yeah. That rhymes. 
That's right. That's right. That's right. Listen to the yeah, make that's right. <laughs> that's like, what are we listening to to yeah, make I you do that? Yeah, I haven't even heard it. Shaft. It is my duty to rock that. <laughs> uh, Titans injury report. You ready? Uh-oh. Hit it. Let's get it. Naquan, don't call me. Daquan Jones mm-hmm. with a knee. Did not practice. Hit the Quan. Jack Rabbit Jenkins with an ankle limited. Ben Jones limited with a knee. Julio Jones, hammy, limited. Kendall Lamb, illness, limited. Roger Saffold, shoulder, limited. Larell Murchison, big merch, with a knee, full participant. And Derek Roberson with an illness, full participant. It's amazing what that depth chart and that injury report used to look like and what it looks like now. Went to three. Was the highest, right? Or 22. Perfect timing, too. I think 23. 23. Dude. Like Sappho said it, too. Like, uh, first first of all, man, listen, if y'all not not listening to Sappho, man, you're doing yourself a disservice. That's what I said this morning. I'm going to be real. You want some more? So I went to the CPA basketball game last night. Mm -hmm. A buddy of mine stopped me and he goes, man, I just got to tell you, Roger Sappho is really good. Really good. I said, you know, insightful. Yeah, I said, I was thinking about it on the, because, we always enjoy having him on, but I was thinking about it on the drive over there, and, and I thought, you know what? He delivers things kind of like coach speak. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to what he says, he's almost giving you the answers to the test before the test. You know who he reminds me of? Chris, Chris Lowe. Lowe. I knew you. I was thinking yeah. the same you, thing. Yeah. If you listen to Chris Lowe on our show, you kind of are like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to Chris Lowe, I mean, he'll yeah. tell you coaching – firings, hirings, <laughs> yeah. and all of that if you read yeah. between the lines and actually listen. That's What's, exactly how Roger Saffold is. He tells you everything if you listen. Yeah. Like, What's the line in White Man Can't Jump? I know you listen to Jimi Hendrix, but do you hear Jimi Hendrix? Do you Hendrix? hear? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, and so it was interesting, too. I actually heard a, a another uh, people talking, sports talk people talking about mm-hmm. The, the Titans game on Sunday, do you rest? You know, do you rest if you're the Titans and just anybody. get – I'm like, n- no, no, you don't There's rest. Do. There is work to do. Mm-hmm. This is a big one. But Roger Saffold, I thought, put it in, in a beautiful form last night when he didn't even let me get the question out <laughs> of how big this one against Houston was. And this is what he said. This is extremely important. We give uh, – Ourselves, we get to see in Nashville, all of our fans, the chance to have home field advantage the whole way through. Uh, this is not the Texans. These are the Monstars. <laughs> this is Space Jam. We need to go in there. We need to win. We need to save the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we need to save Michael Jordan. Like, this is what we have to do. We have to win this game. We need to save the world. <laughs> That's it. That, that being said, you need Derrick Henry to save the world. That's all I'm saying. I, well, not yet. I'm just, just you know, needed Jordan. Yeah. So that 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 puts you in the mind for the big one, and <laughs> the mind of an athlete. To well, I, you know what? I ain't gonna say mind of mind of an athlete, but the mind of a football player, professional football, because it differs. You know, in, in basketball, like you can start t- uh, um, telling back. You know, once you get close to the playoffs and things like that, and start to rest guys because you want to be. It's a seven game series. That's yeah. different than different a deal. one and done. Like. You need that momentum. A-Rod said it uh, this morning or the other day about, man, no, do I need to rest? And remember, that's what I was telling you when I was betting, uh, Mayor, that I didn't think they would take him out of the game in that game because he wanted to keep that momentum going, even though he needed to rest his toe. But 
Yeah, he said I'd, he'd have, lose I'd no have been mojo. like, dude, you're coming out. He said yeah. he wants to play on Sunday, which yeah. is uh, the opposite of what's going on uh, in Cincinnati. And it's interesting that Cleveland-Cincinnati game will have a different flow. Baker Mayfield already announced out by the Browns. Now Joe Burrow told reporters today he does not expect to play. So you'll have Brandon Allen against Case Keenum. And you, most of y'all don't even know which quarterback goes with which team. Out. And now Joe Mixon's out also for the Bengals. They they got their playoff spot locked up. They got their division locked up, home field on the first game, and they're, they're going to take it off. Yeah. They but different. They ain't never been there. Titans got something to play for on Sunday. Saffold sure. also talked about how big that buy is, how uh, how important they consider that buy, how key it can be for this team. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to, to Mr. Babs this morning because we were talking about uh, covid um, and all of this came up because the U.S. figure skating is in town. And um, yeah, there were 22 maskless people in the uh, <laughs> VIP area of the hotel. According yes. yes. to Christine Brennan. Christine Brennan wrote like her very first report on the U.S. figure skating, you know, qual- uh, quali- what do you call them? Um, Qualifications. Okay, yeah. God, my brain's not Trials. working today. No. Trials, you, you whatever. Just ain't got no roof, and it's I hard just to put ain't it got back no on. roof. Yeah, anyway, her very first thing was was talking about you know twenty two maskless people in this breakfast area at the hotel, mm. which is not designated for just U.S. figure skating people. Like there are just people visiting Nashville that are obviously staying at this hotel where they're not wearing masks because they're eating breakfast. But that was her report. <laughs> but it brought up a bigger conversation <laughs> because. Teresa Walker was uh, responded with these athletes, these Olympic athletes and hopefuls have worked their whole lives for this. And it's going to be hard to get in for the Olympics. You have to test after test after test like COVID could ruin this for you, which, of course, my response is then if I'm one of those athletes, I am like sequestering myself in my room and not leaving unless I have to. And I'm certainly not going to a a buffet free breakfast where there's a bunch of people eating, you know, but it does bring up a bigger conversation of COVID and how careful you have to be. Even vaccinated now that we've seen how careful you have to be in the NFL during playoff time. Well, now, it helps that the CDC has moved it to five days right. if you're asymptomatic, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. If I'm an Olympic athlete and I've worked my whole life for that opportunity, I'm probably going to keep it in the room for four days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just I'm going to be like, I need you to deliver my food control to the control. outside of the room yeah. She's, and she took leave this it there. And put it out there of 22 maskless people right. in a VIP like lounge area. Yeah. Where okay. they're eating breakfast. Yeah. I mean, so I usually I'll stay away from that stuff on Twitter, but I, I retweeted and wrote, hey, Christine, why don't you go across the street to the uh, to Tootsie's and give us a count there? Yeah. Because it's going to be. <laughs> oh, that, that won't be pretty. <laughs> she, she will not. <laughs> she will not no, like but, that. But I also think I it's an indication good. of what we experienced when we went to New York. Uh, yeah. Different yes. cities are handling this thing in a different way. And, and so. She's yes. coming. I don't even know where she's coming from. I think she lives in New York. New York. Okay. I think she does. So that's where you have to show your card. I can't remember, card but I think she does. Yeah. To get in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah it is. Your vaccination card right. to get in a restaurant. It's and very here different. It's, here it's pretty much wide open. Thank God. But it also brings up, it brings up the bigger conversation, though, of how careful you have to be. Um, which also leads to the whole, if you're unvaccinated, and how does that, you know, differ? And it leads to the whole Aaron Rodgers conversation of the voter saying that he would not vote for Aaron Rodgers because of everything that went on with him and the whole vaccination. Yeah, Rodgers had a retort. 
to that guy. We'll play later. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to Las Vegas. Uh, Todd Furman joins us now. Oh, Todd. Todd, Todd, what's the mask policy out there? Do the strippers have to wear masks too? Uh, they did uh, at last check. I'm not quite sure what the policies look like right now, uh, but I know in the casinos we're nowhere close to uh, being able to repeal that mask policy. So it's kind of bunkering in for the next couple of months, and I imagine it'll be relatively consistent unless things change before March Madness too. So many things to say down that stripper with the mask. <laughs> I can't believe you asked that. <laughs> yes. These are the hard-hitting questions, but in reality, Brent, you shouldn't be asking me. I mean, Dawn could have done on-the-ground research while she was out here for the Las Vegas <laughs> Bowl. So I she, said she, stayed, hey, she said she stayed up all night. I did. I had a 6 a.m. flight, Todd. I might as well. Money at the ta- did you make any money at the tables? No. Right, well, I don't want to talk yet. about it. Okay. Right, okay. That sounds like most people when they come to Vegas. Well, hey, that's why they have big here. buildings, right, Todd? <laughs> no doubt about it. If everyone left here a winter, they wouldn't keep building casinos, erecting restaurants, <laughs> uh, or sending private jets to bring people in from all around the United States and the rest of the world. So I just went on like a kind of a little mini rant, just talking about everything going on with, with COVID and, and all of that. But it is it is a very real conversation and challenge and especially for betters todd when you're looking at postseason for nfl and you just never know if one day your star quarterback springs a positive and then logan woodside has to come in and take over you know how do you handle that it definitely creates challenges and it's made it a bigger obstacle for a lot of us as sports betters to be away from some of the technology where we get information in real time and have the opportunity to survey the betting markets you get about a 30 to 45 second window at a lot of opportunities should there be certain players ruled out and it's just the nature of the world we live in right now i mean i'll be honest i had the minnesota vikings last week i bet them plus six and a half and plus seven early in the week that number goes to 13 i watched two drives from sean mannion turned it off to watch the yellowstone yellowstone season finale (laughs) realizing my investment was going to go right in the trash but it works in your favor. It can work against you. Uh, so it's all about staying up to date on this. And that's the reason sports betting can be such a volatile business, especially in this time, more so than trading the financial markets and anything else, because the betting markets are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So let's start with this. What do we do with Chargers Raiders if the Colts lose to Jacksonville and the Chargers and Raiders both get in if they tie? I mean, I think you'd have to be intrigued by going under the total. I can't see a scenario where both of these teams would go out there aggressively. We already know the NFL can't stand the Davis family, and what better way than to stick it to Roger Goodell and company than to try and create a handshake agreement with A.J. Spanos and the Chargers leadership to say we're going to take knees from start to finish, and it'll be reminiscent of a European soccer game. Uh, I want to say it was in the 1986 World Cup, but the timeline might be a little bit vague, where you had Germany and Austria who basically just kicked the ball around for a full 90 minutes. It forced FIFA to change the way the group play went on because the two teams colluded ahead of time and realized the draw would get them both through into the knockout stages. Wow. (laughs) Would that happen? I mean, you'd love to see it. It would make for great theater. And this Sunday night football game would probably be over inside of about 75 minutes. So NBC would be best served to make sure they can run all of their advertisements back to back to back to make sure that they could fulfill their sponsorship requirements. And honestly, as ridiculous as it sounds, why would either of these teams want to risk injury or the potential of missing out on the postseason if that's the kind of scenario where they could get in? I don't think it'll happen as such. I mean, you're looking at Jacksonville as a massive underdog in the first place against the Colts. But Uh, but for franchises that hate each other as much as they do, why not come to a mutual understanding and just realize we're not going to play for seeding, we're going to punch our ticket to playoffs and live to fight another day? Listen, Davenport said this uh, yesterday. 
the craziest stat of the season might be this one, that the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Yeah, it has been a while. I mean, the Colts obviously were the lone casualty uh, or, I mean, the lone victory for the Jaguars last year back in week one, and we saw the Jags go on to lose 15 straight. I mean, I think Andrew Luck was the quarterback back in 2014. So we've seen Indianapolis raise its level of play. We've seen them play down to the competition. I wouldn't be surprised if this number gets to 17 if you see money from professional betters on the underdog. Now, asking Jacksonville to win this game outright seems to be a little bit of a leap of faith, although the Jags did, the, did give the Colts all they could handle and then some at Lucas Oil earlier this season. Todd Furman, our guy in Vegas at Todd Furman. On average, Todd, what would Derrick Henry, a full-go Derrick Henry, mean to a point spread? I mean, you're looking at one and a half to two points. I mean, he, he's probably the single most valuable running back in the National Football League, not named Jonathan Taylor at this point. You dig into some of the numbers and see how this Titans offense has looked with him in the mix and how it's looked without him. Of course, when you combine the cluster injuries to him and A.J. Brown, the Titans offense has really resembled something towards the lower third in the National Football League. But getting Henry back, if we assume he's going to be a full go, it'll open the playbook uh, for the Titans, and it'll give this team a much more dynamic threat moving the football down to down than what they've looked like in recent weeks where they really had to lean on that defense. As Bono's saying, uh, with or without you, um, Derrick Henry, with or without him against Houston, what, what are we looking at? Ten and a half? What do you think about that? Yeah, this number, uh, I think you're going to see a little bit of money coming on the Houston Texans. Uh, I think some of the 10.5 will disappear. Uh, the general public is going to try and tie Tennessee into money line parlays, teasers, and every other exotic bet type they possibly can. But when you look at Houston, to their credit, this is a team that's fought week in, week out. They've been much more dynamic moving the football at home than they have been on the road. And, you know, the eye in the sky doesn't lie. So you're going to have a number of Houston Texans players still fighting for their job, whether it's in Houston or elsewhere. Davis Mills, no doubt, will come under scrutiny. Uh, and I think this game will be competitive. The one thing working in the Titans' favor, amongst others, they obviously have revenge, so they're not going to get caught looking past Houston in this particular spot. But thinking they can lace up their cleats, they'll go out there and win by two touchdowns with everything in front of them seems to be a bit of a reach. I would lean towards Houston, but most likely will not be a game that I'm betting. Um, Todd, um, when I used to be in school, you know, sometimes the girls used to take their finger or the, the little boys and they would like sharpen their knives, taking one finger and doing like this. Uh, well, you can't see me, but like <laughs> sharpening their fingers like tisk tisk, like you were in trouble. I think I learned my lesson with Nick Saban um, in the SEC championship. I went with Georgia. Should I be thoughtful a little bit more when I pick against Saban. If I do it again in the national championship. And you know, if you did it once, Ron, you may as well go back and try and double down in the, in this particular. Spot. Uh, I think it's, you know, for me, it's Georgia or pass. Now it's obviously difficult to bet against Nick Saban, uh, given his illustrious track record, not only against his former assistants where he has one loss that came earlier this year against Jimbo Fisher, but what we've seen from Alabama on, you know, oftentimes the biggest stage. Now, all of that being factored in, I mean, this is an Alabama team who hasn't exactly gone out there and covered a ton of numbers as far as the college football playoff championship is concerned. Yes, they blew out Ohio State last year as nine-and-a-half-point favorites, but this offense uh, down John Meshi doesn't seem to be as dynamic as obviously what we saw last year. Now, I'm not saying Georgia, led by Stetson Bennett, is going to run away and hide in this spot, 
But keep in mind that Georgia was a six, six and a half point favorite in the SEC title game, and that was against a much healthier edition of Alabama. So gone is John Meshi on the offensive side. Gone is Josh Job at as a lockdown corner. We're still not sure the status and, and what Jalen Armar Davis will be able to contribute, knowing that he was in and out of the game against Cincinnati. And then you also have offensive line concerns. There were a couple of key cogs for Bama up front that weren't able to finish the Cotton Bowl. So all of those things factored in, along with, you know, not, not going to call it the do factor, but if not now, then when for Kirby and company. I really believe Georgia understands what's at hand here, and you're going to see this team be much more aggressive and fully engaged than a team that came into the SEC title, got up 10 nothing, and felt like they were going to roll over the Crimson Tide. Okay, Todd. Well, it seems like you've been in the mayor's phone and I would text messages somehow <laughs> reading the text messages because you're riding with the mayor. And I, 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 guess what? You ain't let me wrong yet, but no, you did let me wrong once, but um, not Jeez. really. Yeah, I, I'm Todd and I'm a whole well, you remember you know, the loss Ron only remembers when I led him down the wrong path, not when I tried to warn him that laying seven or six and a half with Tennessee in the Music City Bowl wasn't going to be the smartest investment. Knowing that number had been beaten up, but we'll leave that for a different day, Ron. I know you're a huge fan of revisionist history. Yes, you did. But I do, I said that is spot on time. I do want to ask you this, though. Last night, um, the Preds went out there and took care of um, the Vegas Knights. Yeah. What is going on with Vegas? Because I'm, I'm going to be honest. After we had that talk, I did make I made a couple of dollars in about three or four games in a row messing with Vegas. What's going on with them now? They're really right there um level with um the Preds right now. So is things evening out or was yeah. the postponement? I mean, Vegas is de- Vegas is dealing with a ton of injuries, so you're okay. looking at a team that's down, you know, it's two primary cogs on the offensive line and Max Pacioretty who had wrist surgery. Mark Stone has kind of been day-to-day. You guys saw the up-and-coming netminder for Vegas uh, make his NHL debut yesterday Mm -hmm. in Logan Thompson. But I have to give the Preds a ton of credit. I mean, it's the first time I've seen this group uh, up close and personal last night. They play a heavy brand of hockey that can be a lot to deal with. They're extremely physical. And when you look at a player like Tanner Janot, I think he gives them that grit and toughness that they've lacked in the past plus Philip Forsberg's third goal, which turned out to be the game winner, something that you're going to see on highlight reels going forward. And as long as you get the goaltending that they've had from UC Soros, I don't think this team is going to be an easy out in the postseason. And while you don't want to see Colorado in front of you in the Central Division, Nashville shouldn't be intimidated by anybody in the Western Conference. So physicality, I'm sorry, real quick. Physicality is better than speed, which I think they missed last year in the playoffs. That speed is... It's definitely a combination of two. You want to have the ability to score goals. And last year, you know, they went up against a Carolina team that just had a lot more firepower. But you can see this team playing with a little more confidence. Teams know that every night they're going up against the Preds, they're going to be in for a 60-minute fight. And you're also seeing this team a little bit more bottled up on the blue line. So I know I talked about them before the year kind of being undervalued as far as their yes-no price to make the playoffs. But no reason for me to believe when you look at the pecking order in the Central, they're not right up there along with the St. Louis Blues, the Minnesota Wild, and the Colorado Avalanche. And I actually think Nashville might be a more complete team if they can get consistent goal scoring than what we've seen from Minnesota, who has to rely on the likes of Capo Kakinen and Cam Talbot. There he is, Todd Furman. At Todd Furman on Twitter, the Bet the Board podcast. Definitely download, uh, subscribe, Mm -hmm. and rate uh, that. Uh, Todd, always a pleasure. You got it, guys. Enjoy the games this weekend, and hopefully you're able to secure that number one seed, allowing the Titans to rest up and come out with their best foot forward in two weeks in the division round. There you go. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate it on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. More 3HL next on 104.5 The Zone. Three HL 104.5 The Zone.
Hit the Quan. At 3HL045. Jabbar on Twitter. Listen to 3HL on Twitch. While my, well, while my six-month-old son was napping, oh, he wakes up as he hears Ron Slay. Car ain't got no roof. Hey, Amen. And he was head-bobbing himself. Turn it up, Slay. I was just saying, man. I <laughs> hope we didn't wake him up too early. I hope I, we didn't wake him up too early. Hey, now, you can't double-do me. Please never say that again. Did you really just say that? Yeah, that's what he just did. He doubled, did you? Yeah, he started and then stopped and then started again. Can't do that. <laughs> playing with my emotion, <laughs> Smokey. Stop playing with my emotion. All right, let's go up to the uh, let's go up to the Commonwealth for a couple of calls. Kevin in Hopkinsville. Next up on Three HL. Kev, what's up, man? Not much. How you doing? Hey, we're good, uh, bro. Y'all kind of stole part of my thunder. What I was going to say is, you know, with Henry rehabbing plus, you know, with COVID numbers still going up, I would probably take all of the starters and, you know, kind of sequester them somewhere and <laughs> let Logan Woodside play, let uh, what's the running back McNichols play, I'd bench uh, Byers. Just with everything going on, you saw what happened with the Browns a couple of weeks ago where they were down to like their third string quarterback and backup running back. You know, all things considered, this game, Titans really don't need it. They've already made, made the playoffs, so why not just be safe and sequester their their specialist players, you know, the offensive players, their kicker, the punter. Because there's know, a lot to much. play for, man. Mm-hmm. They're, and you bring up the Browns. The Browns are actually the reason why the NFL li- uh, lessened their their protocols. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, that, that's I think that's why you haven't seen near as many cases. Because they're not testing asymptomatic players anymore, so I, I get what you're saying for sure. Like you're you're concerned about the big picture and having everybody ready to go, which I get. But there's a lot to play for on Sunday. And then, I, like, I, to to me, I, I think that's so. It's two. It's always two sides to it. But I, I just don't feel like when you give guys. That'll be three weeks off. That would be three weeks. That's like, almost that's, a month. Well, yeah, plus that lot, goes man. against Between the entire games. narrative and culture of that team. Right. That's and it. that is, we're going to show up on Sunday and try to physically whoop your ass. And, and and plus, don't get it twisted. You heard Coach Mack and everybody talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. this ain't just a, a Houston team you going up against that's saying, hey, man, well, we're going to pull our starters and let our other guy. Man, they want they want to beat the Titans. You think to, to salvage a season. What would it look like to be able to go into the into the offseason? Man, we beat the t- Titans twice. We ain't the oh, worst team in AFC. Here's the thing about it. From South? a Houston pers- perspective, if you win Sunday, you've won three of your last four games of the season. Yeah. You've swept the AFC South champion, and you're moving forward with David Coley in year two. Yeah. Is that so? So you feel like you're on a trajectory at that point, and they still will even if they lose this game. They'll feel that way, but – um, no, nah, too much to play for, man. Yeah. Respectfully, Kevin disagree, but really appreciate you listening. Appreciate uh, the participation for sure. 615-737-1045. What you got? Williamson County is calling. Oh, no school tomorrow? No. We will read the list at 5 o'clock. Just the as we time did frame has changed. Because well, originally we thought we'd have no problem coming into work, but then... Maybe some issues leaving after our show. If maybe you were planning on working tomorrow and then leaving, but now the time frame of this this winter storm has kind of shifted a little bit earlier. Hasn't yeah, there's it? a forty percent chance of snow tonight. Now, yeah, ninety um, percent chance tomorrow. Periods of snow, much colder. High twenty eight degrees. 
Winds out of the north, 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance of snow, 90%. Snow accumulation, 3 to 5 inches. That's what I've got uh, from the Weather Channel as we sit here in Davidson County in downtown Nashville in the world-famous Music Row. Um, I think we're going to get one of the Nash Severe Weather guys on in the 5 o'clock hour. Oh, good. To give us They're an so update, good. They're on it. Yes, of what's going on. And then we'll get you some school closings. Um as uh, as we roll oh, at 5 o'clock. Yeah, Williamson County is out. No. So that's uh, Rutherford County, Williamson County. Haven't seen Davidson yet. Um, but uh, let's see. I mean, while we're sitting here, might as well do this, right? Uh, yeah, Austin I mean, P yeah. tomorrow, uh, Bedford County out tomorrow, Benton County, Cannon County, Cheatham, Clay, Coffee, Cumberland County all out tomorrow, DeKalb, Dixon County out tomorrow, Ezel Harding Christian School, FC Boyd Christian School, Franklin County, Franklin Road Christian School, Friends Life out tomorrow, Giles County uh, out, Hillwood Playcare, Houston County Schools, Humphreys County, Lawrence County, the Learning Lab in Nashville, Lincoln County Schools, Manchester City Schools, Maury, excuse me, Murray, I know that, I just read it uh, like an idiot, <laughs> like I'm not from here. <laughs> What is I sound completely Burgundy like I will read whatever you put on the prompter. F you, Dixon. I, I don't know. <gasps> Dixon's coming after you. Dixon's coming after you. Well, somebody wrote that in front of me, and I just read it. Uh, Murray <laughs> County. There we go. My, Monroe County, Moore, Murfreesboro City Schools, New Vision Preschool, Perry County, Pope John Paul, Two High School, Priest Lake Christian Academy, Rutherford County, Smith County, St. George's Kindergarten, St. Henry School, St. Joseph School, Stewart County, Sumner County, Temple Baptist Christian School, Trousdale County, Warren County, White County, and as we just said, Williamson County. So nothing on Davidson, but all of it's coming. Can't stay in White County. <laughs> Clay, can you? I mean, Slay, can you please stop? No, nah, man, they, they kept me from getting the state championship, man. What happened? To, who had what, the, Brent Jolly? Oh, Brent and Jolly. Kyle Gribble, my man. Kelly Jolly's brother. Yeah, man. Kelly Harper, Lady Vols coach. Yeah, man. Zone our way. Brent Jolly went off on y'all? Uh, Kyle Gribble went off on us. Oh. Yeah, man. I think we lost about one point, man. Boy, I'm just reading the school closing. You just totally went from, like, the highest of highs today to <laughs> the lowest of lows. Mention White County, man. All right. Um, we are wide <laughs> open in the 5 o'clock hour. <laughs> so we've got one more line open if you want in 615 Hey, we got to play Aaron Rodgers just demolishing yeah. said MVP voter, too. I think he called him a bum, maybe. Bum. What a great word. It's like not too mean, but it gets your point across. Stop being a bum. <laughs> like bunk. Yes, it's the same bum. thing. Yeah, bunk bum. Listen here, you little bunk bum. <laughs> I watched Yellowstone. I watched the first episode of Yellowstone. What do you think about Beth Dutton? She's a boss. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs>